0: senior team message is presented in this caregiver-centric podcast, providing an update on what's new and exciting across the campuses of Enlo Health. Hello, everyone. I'm Jolene Francis, Vice President of Philanthropy and Communications. Welcome to the January 2024 episode of Enlo's Message. Today, we're talking with Enlo Health's new Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Sean Myrano. Hi, Dr. Myrano. How are you today?
1: Oh, very good. Thanks for having me.
0: Great. Well, I'm so glad you're here. You know, the first question I want to ask you is just get it out there on the table. I often hear people around the organization who have a little bit of a challenge pronouncing your name, or they're not sure how to pronounce it. So why don't you tell everyone how you like to have your name pronounced?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a very common issue I've run into pretty much my whole life, but I pronounce it Majorano, the little... Trick I like to give people in the hospital is he's not your Rano, he's my Rano. That usually helps them uh, get the cadence right. So,
0: <laughs> oh, that's magical! I love that. So we are all going to remember it's <laughs> not your Rano, it's my Rano. All right, great. Thanks for that. We're off to a good start this morning, Dr. Myrano. You've officially been in your new role for a little over ninety days now. And I bet there are a lot of folks in the organization that haven't had a chance to get to know you yet, even though you've been a leader in the hospitalist group for 18 years. So let's use some of our time today introducing you personally and professionally to Enloe Health. Tell me about yourself, a little background, maybe a little bit about your family and some of your professional and personal passions and pursuits. In other words, what drives you every day?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I've been in Chico, as you said, for uh, the past 18 years, but I like to consider myself maybe a little bit local. I did my undergraduate here at Chico State, so I was pre-med before going off to medical school. My wife also went off to Michigan with me where we went, we studied and then found our way eventually back here to Chico. We kind of fell in love with the town early on and knew we wanted to come back. So I, I'm sort of adopted local. So in total, I guess I've probably been here 20 four years or so, if you count both stints. Mm -hmm. We have two kids who we raised here in the community and uh, one in college and one's at Chico High presently. And as you said, I've been a a hospitalist the entire time I've been here. Started out with our group, which was fairly small at the time with, I think I was the eighth doctor who joined our group. Now we have close to 30 by the end of this year. Pretty pretty busy practice we've had and grown as the hospital and the community has grown. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've had leadership roles through the organization over the years. And, you know, what drives me is really wanting my work and the work around me to be the best it can be. That's why I've always kind of stepped forward in both uh, hospital roles as well as roles within my group. And I've kind of now transitioned into this role as chief medical officer and look forward to trying to continue sort of my, my work of being part, part of a bigger organization, but also trying to put my own thumbprints on things. That's sort of my professional drivers. But really, my personal drivers are really kind of my family. I'm really family-oriented with my two girls. We spend a lot of time together. We have a lot of little hobbies and silly things that we do together. But that's sort of our, our, my top priority. I,
0: I can understand that. I've seen a picture of your daughters, and they're beautiful. So what kind of hobbies do you do with them? Anything camping, hiking? What kind of things do you do?
1: Yeah. So my youngest, she and I do a lot of baking and, and kind of, she's very crafty. So she pulls myself and my wife along uh, doing things. My oldest, she's in college right now. And certainly when they were younger, we did, you know, we like to go skiing and, and camping. We have annual, big annual ski trips out, excuse me, a camping trips out to the coast that we do. So those are kind of the things that we all like to do together. And that we're kind of really big into Experiences in, in in our life, so we try and travel a fair amount. We've taken our kids. We've been fortunate enough to travel quite a bit over the years. So,
0: well, that's great. I can't t- wait to try some of your baking because I, I heard that you're a baker. I hear that I am. I am a bit of a baker. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that, Dr. Myrano. It's always great to hear a little bit of backstory about our colleagues, and it's so helpful building strong relationships in the workplace. So I'd like to ask you a bit about the new residency program that you've been working on with Rural Healthy Cali- or Healthy Rural California. Did I get that right? Is it Healthy Rural California?
1: Yeah, yes, Healthy Rural okay. California, correct.
0: Great. So tell us how Enlo Health will be involved in helping provide educational resources and training to new physicians and how this might help us in our future recruiting needs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'll kind of give you a little backstory. First of all, sort of a residency program is a, a big undertaking and residency is the, the postgraduate training that physicians have when they complete medical school. So you can have a residency in, in whatever the specialty is that you are entertaining. I've been interested in, in trying to bring a residency to this area. We generally refer to it as graduate medical, medical education. But with how busy we've been and the number of struggles as a community we've been through, I, I wasn't able to really invest my time completely in, in that. And fortunately, an organization in the community, Healthy Rural California, which is really the brainchild of the Butte Glen Medical Society, they started, they've actually started a psychiatry residency Well, they'll be having residents this coming year. And we are starting a family medicine residency program with them where will be the one of several organizations participating in housing those residents. So we're looking at a family medicine program, which will consist ultimately probably about 12 residents in total. The goal there is really to help the community provide access to care. The residents will be able to see patients. They'll have outpatient continuity clinics. And the, the ultimate goal would to be retain those physicians that we train. You know, statistically training programs, you you keep about half of the residents you train. So if we can keep, you know, a couple residents every year that graduate our program and, and put them back into the community or the surrounding communities mm-hmm. as primary care physicians, I think that would be a tremendous boom for us all. I, I think we all appreciate the need that we have for primary care, not just in Chico, but all our surrounding communities.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That is so exciting. So thank you for your work on that program. And if you wouldn't mind, just keep us updated as that program grows and continues. And I'm going to just pause here and just give you a a shameless plug during this program, because it's my understanding that last week you received the GME award from Healthy Rural California and Butte Glen Medical Society for your work on this program. That's outstanding. That's, That's really exciting. Were you surprised by that?
1: Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. They do an annual benefit dinner where they talk about the, their programs and they presented me with the leadership award this year. So that was very nice. That's awesome.
0: So last month on our podcast, Mike Wiltermood and I talked briefly about the updated strategic plan for Anlo Health and how it's a living document that will help guide us into the future by outlining those strategic initiatives that we want and need to accomplish as an organization. And I know that you and your predecessor, Dr. Marcia Nelson, worked a lot on one of the components of the plan related specifically to physician experience. So what can you tell all of us about this topic and why it's important and maybe outline an outcome or two that you think are most important in implementing those strategies?
1: Yeah, physician experience. We we previously used the terms physician engagement, but really are are looking at the experience that uh, our physicians are having here at the institution. And, and the reason we we kind of landed on that language was really what experience means. So it's it's not just their work. It's it's their kind of work life balance and their experience in total working and living in this community so we sort of look at it from different aspects you know we're certainly looking at their personal wellness component of physicians as well as sort of their professional fulfillment aspects of it so there's a lot of overlap and in, in these sort of areas and overlap with other aspects of the hospital and, and the rest of the plan but essentially looking at know the experience that a physician has and and what that means in in the longevity of their career in the outcomes that they provide to patients there's a lot of data out there that physician wellness reflects onto patient wellness and so the the happier and healthier your medical staff is the better your community is really that makes sense yeah yeah it sort of makes sense right (laughs) sometimes we need data to prove it to ourselves but it does make sense so, you know, there's there's several pieces to it. Some of them are more subtle. We have an ongoing, what we call a peer support program that my predecessor, you mentioned, Dr. Nelson, initiated. And, and that is really a group of physicians and as well as advanced practice providers who are there for their colleagues. When we all have sort of difficult times or stressful situations, they can kind of be touch points and people they can reach out to. And we've continued to recruit new members to that. In addition, we're really looking at also engaging physicians in aspects of leadership. That's that fulfillment component. And so this coming year, we'll be taking a a cohort of 10 physicians through a kind of a professional development and leadership course that they will do kind of in common, kind of call it a course in common. And that will provide them skills leadership skills. And I think just sort of broaden their experience and and fulfillment. And then just sort of from the day-to-day standpoint, looking at aspects of how we work We're working with our information technology folks and and looking at how we can be more efficient on the computer, how we can spend less time in front of the computer and and kind of enhance that experience for the physicians. And I think kind of in total, looking at those those different areas, I think we're looking at overall that improvement in in their satisfaction.
0: Yeah, that's very exciting. I think the course in common is really intriguing. I will love to hear how that comes together and, and what the results of that are. Very exciting stuff. Thanks for being with us today, Dr. Marano. This That's about all the time that we have for this morning, but I wanna thank you so much for joining us behind the animal health microphone and giving us an opportunity to know you better. We really appreciate you. I'm gonna appreciate working with you going forward. You're really smart, you're really dedicated. And you got a great sense of humor too. So I think you're gonna be a regular guest on the podcast if you don't mind, we'll, we'll definitely have you back. Thank i you. also want to thank uh, you bet thank you i want to thank all our caregivers for spending time with us and sharing this program with your colleagues and friends we'll talk again in february when we're joined by another member of our senior team in the meantime thank you for all your hard work and for choosing to be part of the EnLO health team take care everyone